Hi, good morning friends. Welcome to today's morning briefing session. First of all, a disclaimer that this is only for education purpose and we do not recommend or advocate any stocks mentioned during the call. The sources of our information are various publicly available data sites such as investing.com, money control, Bloomberg, business standard, ET, Mint, BSC, Financial Express and a host of other websites. So we start by looking at what happened in the US market. Dow Jones ended. 293 points up, S&P was up by 4 points and Nasdaq ended 72 points in the negative, 78 points in the negative territory. US 30 futures was trading 83 points up and uh, US 500 futures was trading 10 points down as we speak. Um, so overall a good performance uh, uh, last trading session and let us see how Indian uh, markets behave to this piece of uh, data. Uh, Japanese shares have gained on Monday owing to the economic rebound hopes and uh, tech shares were trading higher uh, due to this uh, economic uh, revival uh, hope. Uh, Thailand baht and Thailand dollar have gained uh, the most amongst the Asian currencies so Thailand is showing some revised fruits of uh, revival and uh, it seems it is uh, uh, gaining amongst all the Asian currencies uh, largely on account of the revival. Uh, back in India on the policy uh, side, so uh, PLI scheme is, uh, seems that it will boost exports and uh, also uh, cut trade deficit. Uh, this statement has come from Mr. Palathan, IR of India Exim Bank. So it's uh, quite an important statement and uh, needs, needs to be seen how PLI scheme would impact uh, individual companies. Uh, so far that we have seen that uh, because of the VLI scheme, stocks have uh, uh, run up, have moved in the northward territory, so it is certainly benefit the stock prices uh, so far. Uh, on the FII and DII front, uh, so FIIs have sold uh, shares worth 942 odd crores and domestic institutional investors have sold shares worth 163 odd crores. So Friday was a surprise uh, for most of the people uh, while the stocks, uh, while the indices hit a a resistance of 15,300 uh, in the uh, later half uh, indices started correcting uh, in quite a sudden movement and uh, overall a sell, a sell from both the institutions uh, uh, which is FIIs and DIIs. On the Nifty index key resistance level to watch out is 15,410 but the most significant level is 15,300 levels here. Key support level to watch out is 14,700 levels which has been holding strong for many weeks now. Bank Nifty key resistance level to watch out is 36,800 levels and key support level to watch out is 34,740 levels. Maximum call open interest we are seeing at 15,500 followed by 15,000 levels. Call writing we are seeing at 15,400 followed by 15,300 which will act as a resistance level. Maximum put open interest we are seeing at 14,500 followed by 15,000 levels and put writing we are seeing at 15,300 followed by 15,400 levels which will act as a support level. Maximum pain we are seeing at 15,000 levels. On the non-speculative side we are seeing high delivery percentages in SBI Life, HUL Infosys, Pfizer, uh, Concord and PFC we are seeing long build up. There are individual news, uh, news pieces on each of these uh, stocks on the high delivery percentage, uh, specifically bulk uh, deal news on SBI Life, uh, wherein SBI Life has been uh, picked up by government of Singapore and BNP 
Paribas. However, it needs to be also uh, uh, sort of learned or known that BNP Paribas has exchanged hands within the BNP Paribas entity. So one entity of BNP Paribas has bought it, the other one has offloaded it. However, government of Singapore has uh, got into a buy transaction as far as the uh, shares are uh, concerned. Uh, on the IPO front, Lakshmi Organics IPO opens today. Uh, so one needs to evaluate what is the, the oversubscription levels and the grey market premium prevailing in the market to get a sense of the Lakshmi Organics IPO. Moving on to the segmental news, news from automotive segment first. Uh, so quite a relevant seg uh, news uh, uh, and quite a relevant statement coming from the outgoing CEO of Panasonic which has said, who has said that uh, Panasonic must cut its uh, Tesla reliance as the battery tie-up evolves. So this could possibly through new avenues for the battery manufacturers in India and other uh, parts also. Uh, Tata Motors has said that it is optimistic about overcoming semiconductor supply constraint. Uh, quite surprisingly, Japanese counterparts have been able to manage uh, the uh, semiconductor uh, short supply uh, to a better extent as compared to the Indian uh, and other uh, counterparts. Moving on to news from banking and financial side. So today the banking operations may be affected across the country as uh, uh, and not only on Monday but also on Tuesday as the United Forum of Banks Unions which is UFBU has given a call for a nationwide strike. So one needs to see how it impacts the, uh, the operations there. Uh, Kotak Mahindra Bank, a news, a good news coming from it. So the board of directors has approved a dividend of uh, worth 100, 100 odd crores uh, for declaring dividend, uh, which is 8.10 coupon rate on its non-convertible perpetual non-cumulative preference shares, uh, wherein the face value is 5 rupees uh, for uh, the period FY21. The record date for this payment is March 19. Uh, Bajaj Finance uh, has said that it has, uh, the committee has allotted the uh, debentures uh, and the allotment is worth 300 secured redeemable non-convertible debentures on a private placement basis. So some fundraising happening on a private placement basis from Bajaj Finance. Uh, IIFL Finance has said that it, the company will close its bond issue much earlier. So it will close its bond issue on March 18th as uh, uh, compared to March 20th, uh, 23rd which was the previous date. SBI cards has also approved the fundraising of 2000 odd crores by issuing bonds. So a lot of fundraising activity before the March closure by all of the most of the financial uh, entities here. Moving on to news uh, from telecom segment, so Vodafone uh, idea has said that it has put off its tariff hike to uh, the next quarter which is June quarter, so this will likely uh, keep the share prices uh, subdued. On energy mineral commodity side, JSW Steel India Ratings and Research has reaffirmed the rating for the company at AA. Uh, and the outlook is said to be stable from negative. So this is quite an improvement on the outlook. ONGC, uh, some good news coming from ONGC wherein ONGC's share in India's oil and gas production has jumped to 70% uh, uh, from 53% uh, which was 10 years ago. Uh, so quite a significant jump in the market share and ONGC uh, stock prices should be reviewed uh, uh, given the information about jump in the market uh, share. Uh, moving on to news from construction, real estate and infra side. So Delhi Buildcon has got a provisional completion certificate for 
completion of the road projects in Maharashtra, and that could likely have a good impact on the Delhi Bitcoin uh, share prices going forward. However, it needs to be known that uh, the stock prices have already uh, jumped quite a bit in expectation of all the positive news flows. Moving on to news uh, from defense sector, so Bharat Dynamic will be paying a dividend of 6.70 uh, rupees per share uh, and uh, the, it has been approved by the board of directors. This is for the financial year uh, 20 and 21. Uh, and likewise, HAL is also paying a second interim dividend of uh, about 376 odd crores to the government of India uh, for the period FY21. Moving on to consumer news, so HUL remains in a buy rating as uh, uh, in, uh, the, in, uh, the input price inflation is sort of acting as a headwind uh, for the firm and keeps the share prices subdued. And finally, on the conglomerate side, uh, quite a significant statement coming from AM, AM Naik on the social aspect of it. So LNT's chairman Mr. AM Naik has said that government should earmark at least 10% of the CSR for skill development. So this is all from my side and over to Nitinji and Abhishek now. Thank you Puratan. Good morning everyone and welcome to a new week. Uh, update from healthcare space. After concerns were raised in the last few days about safety of its vaccine, AstraZeneca has conducted a careful review of all available safety data of more than 17 million people vaccinated in EU and in UK with COVID-19 vaccine. The review has shown no increased risk of pulmonary embolism, deep vein thrombosis in any defined age group, gender, or in any particular country. In the meanwhile, however, Indian government has also decided to carry out blood clots have been reported so far. Maharashtra FDA has proposed to MPPA to bring remdesivir injections under price control. The injections with an average MRP of around 4,000 plus is being sold by companies to the wholesalers apparently at around 800 to 1200 rupees and hence the request by state FDA. Remdesivir injections are manufactured and marketed in India by companies like COVID vaccines, hetero, Dr. Eddies, etc. Novavax has shown 96% effectiveness against the original virus and 86% against the UK variant according to the statement released by the company. Sun Pharma, Dr. Reddy's Laboratories, Aurobindo and Jubilant have recently initiated recall of some of their products in US for various reasons including sub-potent products, failed impurities, degradation specifications, failed dissolution specifications, presence of foreign tablets, illegible label etc. Not a very good sign for the companies that have recalled products. Quad Group comprising India, USA, Japan and Australia has pledged to supply 1 billion doses of COVID-19 vaccine across Asia by 2022. This is a good news for Indian manufacturers since a major chunk of the manufacturing is expected to be taken up by companies in India. Johnson & Johnson announced emergency usage listing by WHO for its single-shot COVID-19 vaccines for individuals above 18 years of age. Government has so far approved 
a total of 33 applications with a committed investment of 5,000 crores under its PLI scheme. A good response so far, we must say. An indigenous neurosurgery simulator developed jointly by AIMS Delhi and IIT Delhi has been granted U.S. patent through the ICMR patent sale. Subject Expert Committee of CDSCO has rejected heteropharma's fixed dosage combination of citagliptin phosphate and wagglibose, citing dosage schedule incompatibility between the ingredients. Finally, Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs has imposed anti-dumping duty on ciprofloxacin hydrochloride, which is an active pharmaceutical ingredient used to make antibacterial drugs. RT Drugs is the major Indian manufacturer of this drug. As much as 20% of company's revenue is contributed by this API, making RT Drugs a major benefactor of this duty imposition, which will be remaining valid for the next five years. That's a big gain for RT Drugs. We end with this news now for the day and wish you a good trading day and a very good week coming up ahead. Bye-bye. Uh, many thanks for this update uh, to chemical sector. Personality Chemical Company Clarient and India Glycol Limited has announced a strategic partnership. Uh, this is to establish a 51-49% joint venture in renewable ethyl ethylene oxide derivatives. By combining production and distribution capacities, the JV is expected to become a leading supplier of renewable materials uh, to the rapidly growing consumer market in India and neighboring countries. So India Glycols will contribute its renewable bio, bio eco derivative business to the joint venture which includes a multi-purpose production facility uh, including an alkyl oxidation plant uh, located in Kashipur, Uttar Pradesh and the joint venture will market clearance entire range of industrial and commercial specialty products. Uh, while all other global markets shall be served by Clarient. To support production, India Glycols has agreed to a long-term supply agreement for ethylene oxide material from bioethanol as well as future utility uh, at its inception. Uh, the JV will have approximately 200 employees. The bio-EO specialty chemical business is proposed to be transferred at a value of approximately 6 146 crores of which approximately 454.9 crores will be paid by IGL Green Chemicals Private Limited to the company and this is at the time of transfer of the bio-EO business and remaining amount of approximately 191 crores will be will remain payable by IGL Green Chemical Private Limited to the company over a period of three years. So this is the deal uh, that has been recently announced between Clarient and India Glycol. On the IPO side, Lakshmi Organics Industries uh, will open the bid period for its IPO uh, from today and will close on 17th March, which is Wednesday. The price band of the offer has been decided at 129 to 130 rupees per equity share. The offer aggregates up to 600 crores comprises of a fresh issuance of equity shares of up to 300 crores and an offer for sale of equity shares 
up to 300 crores by promoter selling shareholders Yellowstone Trust. So this is all from our side. Uh, we'll keep you updated with all developments during this week. Till, till then, wish you a nice trading day ahead.